Hey there, Fancy Octopus. Uh, last week on Sierra the Robot, we asked the pivotal question, will something happen? And, uh, you know, that's what we're here to find out. Uh, just another heads up, much like last week's uh, episode, uh, episode 44, uh, this was recorded in person uh, with a different recording setup than we normally use. Uh, if you listen to the last episode, you know what I'm talking about. So I just recommend listening to this with over-ear headphones or... Uh, speakers just because of the room noise but yes now let's tune in to this exciting and thrilling installment of sierra the robot will conflict occur chapter 14 hello there it's been a while hasn't it allow me to reintroduce myself my name is Sierra Samuel. I'm a biological engineered android. Call it Biodroid. I was created by Professor David Samuel on the planet Wait, pause Mars. Pause real quick. Yeah. Like just the way the narration style is when it's Sierra, it reminds me of like Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire movies. Like, hey there, it's me, Spider-Man. It's Been me, I'm now delivering pizza. Just like, well, okay. <laughs> My life's got more complicated. Yeah, I, I, always love reading, I, I love reading a chapter of Harry Potter. It's like, hello, I'm Ron Weasley. Let me tell you, I was 14 years old when I first went to Hogwarts. And, you know, this is, it's like, it's like, oh, wow, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. No, wow, that's oh, Ron Weasley. This is crazy. chapter 12. I forgot about Ron chapter Weasley. Chapter 12 of the fifth book. Like, yeah, crazy. <laughs> He's in, yeah. I was created by Dr. Professor David Samuel on the planet Ilnaris in the year 3500 as an artificial intelligence. 13, year later, 13 years later, after much trial and error, when he deleted my memories again and again in order to make me perfect in his mind's eye, he uploaded me into a biodroid body, created from genetic material from his deceased daughter, Sally. Our time together was short-lived, as the Ashen Inquisition learned of my existence and sent men to kill me. That's I so escaped. Cool, Ashen Inquisition, though. Yeah, that's such a good name. <laughs> so wasted. <laughs> it's so wasted. I escaped, but our home was destroyed, and for all appearances, Dr. Samuel was dead. I made my way to a nearby town, and there I learned the love of God. Made new friends. I even found myself being adopted by Dr. Samuel's surviving daughter, Celine, Sally's twin sister. Over time, I made a name for myself in the music industry as a singer. Eventually, I encountered Princess Hag Victoria Ashworth, a princess of the Holy Empire of Terra Phoenix. And after much prodding, I told her the truth. She did not sell me out. After that, my father <laughs> found me. He wanted to take me with him, but I already built up a life of my own. That was when I learned the truth. He had been deleting my memories to keep me docile when I was an AI. Thinking more desirable as a replacement for Sally, which in hindsight explains why Celine was twice my age when I finally met her. Princess Victoria saved me from this fate. As her payment, she asked that I met her at the South Pole Memorial on Old Earth for the intention <laughs> of meeting. I'm going to kill myself. my brain. So Dave, the property's already nailed his bet. Yeah, this is the yeah. longest recap. Yeah, we didn't need to recap either. Holy shit. Well, we were pretty right. Though. We were pretty close. Hey, yeah, I mean. For intention of reactivating the Praetorian <laughs> Machina, the first of the human biotroids, for twofold purposes I learned. The first was to dethrone her corrupt and wicked brother, who, had, her, who served her father as emperor, despite her, her being the crown heir. The second was to prove to the Empire that the ban on sentient biotroids was unfounded. Thankfully, aside from a few incidents of the people on the Empire were on, the peoples of the Empire were on board with sentient biodroids being recreated. Then after that, Dr. Samuel returned again. This time, however, after being humbled for being in Victoria's service, he sought reconciliation with me, and I gave it to him. Over the following 15 years, we lived together and we engaged in activities together, properly bonding as father and daughter. Then, then he died in his sleep. 
The year is now 3535. I'm a 30, I'm 35 years old. Wait, 3535. And she's 35-year-old. I like that. Okay. And I'm, wa I'm walking by myself through the city streets of Phoenix Roost It's as it rained overhead. In the years since the sentient biodroid ban had been removed, Vilnaris and a number of other worlds were terraforming. Phoenix Roost, that's like an amazing name too for like the, the city just outside the capital. Take him and trademark him yeah. really quickly. Take that, yeah, yeah, we need to take this Ashen Inquisition. So that sounds like people who come in and just like burn a village down, like and burn everyone into ash. Yeah. Some like metal something like that. Into garden worlds like Terra Phoenix. What had once been a mere mining world on the frontier of the Empire's borders had become a major port between the Imperial homeworlds and the rest of the Milky Way galaxy. But that is unimportant to my story. <laughs> oh. Okay. It has been four months since Dan David Samuel's passing. So 15 years after last time. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. So we're 15 years ahead, 15 the to four months. dead. I guess that's why they said, like, oh, the dad died, because that's, like, when we jump forward to Yeah. Ooh, that makes a little more sense. And for whatever reason, I just couldn't move past my grief. So I absentmindedly walked down the streets in a vain attempt to clear my head. That's when I heard a strange noise in the nearby alleyway. A strange, high-pitched sound that seemed to be a mix between a squeak and a bark. I don't know why I went down it, but I did, and I found a small fox-like creature. It seemed to look scarred and malnourished. Then it said something. Something in broken Logath Vaugh, the native language of the Logathars. It was what calling for going... <laughs> Of course. <laughs> of course. This is, all, this is all making perfect sense. Logath. It was calling for its parents. This was a Volaga, a natural hybrid of a Logathar and the other species oh, they yeah. shared their ancestral homeworld of Garzal with a Vulpil. Though Volagas are supposed to be protected by a mandate of Indominus I himself, rather than abandoned by their parents by ancient traditions of its parent races. Thankfully, I thought to bring some snacks for my walk, and I gave my protein bar to the Volaga kitten. The small thing ate the thing like a ravenous animal. I then took the little one, doing my best to try and keep it calm, and I put it into one of my coat pockets. Of course, I ended up acquiescing to leaving it open after it made a mess when I tried closing it. Thankfully, there was a hospital nearby. Howdy, Miss Samuel. What brings you here today? The biodroid receptionist said. It's a bit of an oddity, but here's the thing. I said, as I removed the Volaga kitten from my pot, just imagine you're at the hospital, it's like, why are you at the hospital? Well, I got this cat, you yeah. see. <laughs> just pulled out of his pocket. <laughs> I found this alone in the alleyway, calling for its mother, hungry, wet, and cold. I said, as I took a nearby tissue and dried off the kitten. Well, I'll get the doctor to look into the little critter, the receptionist said. Eventually, he smiled. And you're in luck. Just go to the room with the talk. Trust me, he'll know what to do. He said we as he... shotgun out back. Yeah, oh, give that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Old yellow. This is like Texas, the log of <laughs> The receptionist said, oh wait. I made my way to the room indicated by the note and found myself standing by a full log of doctor. Convenient. Yeah. Wait, like the what doctor is Vulaga? He's a Vulaga, yeah. Is that just... Okay. Good to see you, Miss Samuel. Now, if you would show me the kit. He said politely. Of course. I'm sorry, but I didn't get your name. I says I gave him the kitten. Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dr. Korn said as he placed the kitten in a scanning device. Oh, I like shady. It's like the fucking grunts from Gears of War. <laughs> he said as he typed on a oh, keyboard on the scanner. Oh, it's good that you got me to her. Another day or more, she have died in that alley. Dr. Korn said in concern. Oh my. But why would someone abandon the child like this? I asked, truly stupefied by this. Well, I'm more thorough I'm so sorry, Doctor. Could you repeat that? <laughs> yes, please stop. Well, I knew more thorough test. But in her state, it's probably better not to. But to answer your question, in ancient times before the awakening, Brought civilization to God's heart. I'm so sorry, Doctor. <laughs> Maybe one more time? That's why we should have closed border. <laughs> In ancient times, before the awakener brought civilization to God's all, all kits were abandoned in the wilderness. Thankfully, the awakener put the logothar and the food pie straight on the matter. But sometimes, sometimes one still falls through the cracks. Dr. Korn explained at length. That, that wasn't specifically what I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Regardless, it's likely that some more conservative relatives of our parents successfully pressured the parents into giving her up. Not even put up for adoption, but left to die in an alleyway. I will never understand these sort of things. Dr. Quorn said, That's abominable. I said in shock. Speaking of adoption, this is an extremely unorthodox thing to ask. Especially of a biodroid thinking of not. But... I have some adoption forms and blank birth certificates in my desk from the- Yes, I said impulsively. <laughs> so you just find a kid- Imagine you just find a baby in the alleyway, you take it to the hospital, and they're like, Well... We can write up a birth certificate We, we got baby. a birth certificate right there. <laughs> you sure you don't want to think it over, miss? A baby can be a lot of responsibility. Even one as small as her. Dr. Korn said, Doctor, my father died a few months ago. Well, <laughs> wow, wow. Doctor, you don't hard. understand. I'm adopting this child because my daddy's dead. <laughs> she has a giant void that she needs to fill. I, 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 alien I think baby. no. I believe that this little darling could could help me get past the grief. I explained. I'm I'm sorry if that. Rational. I've heard crazier reasoning for adopting. Dr. Korn said as he took the adoption papers, uh, paperwork and the birth certificate out of his desk drawer. Uh, obviously we need to give her a name. You have to have a name, yes? <laughs> He's just like, hey, you gonna adopt her? Uh, sure. What's the name? You got one, right? Yeah. <laughs> you got a name, right? I hadn't. Even after 15 years, I was terrible at naming things. So naming a sentient being? 
not a pet, was more than a little daunting for me. I've lost my spot. Oh no. Can I just say my theory is kind of coming together? Yeah, you think a mix of you It's like a very mix, yeah, uh, Like you're definitely getting, she's getting a daughter. I had a feeling something like this had to happen. Uh, it's a well-question-mark-dot-dot-dot-dot-bullshit. Well, well, I have other appointments, ma'am. I can't be here all day. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Corn said impatiently as I played around with the stylus he had given me. Thank God this guy has to leave. Jesus. I'm sorry, I'm just not really good. That good with thinking of proper names. Most that's really coming to mind is heterochromia. <laughs> what? That's the name. She is really bad at naming things. I said, noting that the kitten had two different eye colors. Oh, imagine if you like you came out and you like had like a weird like yeah difference on oh, your face, and they were like, oh well, fuck it, we'll call it hook nose. Oh, that would be like <laughs> that is like a robot, I guess thing. That, but she's not been robotic though. That makes sense if you're a character like Data from Star Trek yes. or something like. I will name it Orange Cat. <laughs> it's just orange cat. Like, what? Why do you humans not like mine? It's like what? That doesn't make sense. I said or, uh, Sierra. One was amethyst purple, and the other an emerald green. Agreed. That name is bad. I do it myself, but <laughs> well, you're the adoptee, so please, as important as it to keep her alive, I have to prepare for a major surgery in a few hours. She needs a name or she can't be adopted. Doctor, will just die on the table waiting to get surgery. It's like, your name is so bad, I'm just going to wait for you to go. Uh, Dr. Korn uh, said irritably, Are you even allowed to do this? I asked. <laughs> Don't sign the certificate, please. Dr. Korn grunted as he banged his head against the desk. Alright! <laughs> he can relax all time. Hey, that would be normal for his culture, man. Also like remember, he something. wasted a bunch of time explaining the lore behind, uh, like, orphans. Yeah, the politics yeah. of the alien races or whatever, yeah. I said, I then hastily scrolled a name on the certificate. Angel. I can only hope she lives up to that name. <laughs> I then quickly filled out the adoption paperwork. Congratulations, Miss Samuel. You're now a mother. Now please go. I need to keep Angel under observation. I can determine her overall health. Dr. Korn explained. Of course. Call me when she's ready for pickup. Thank you, Dr. Corin. I said as I left the office. Several weeks passed, and my little Angel was ready to be brought home. Now keep her on a steady diet of insect paste. Along with my milk and iron pills, so she's at least five. After that, she should be able to enjoy a more standard diet. But how that will look will be up to you. Also, just as some friendly advice, Dr. Korn said, But well, while it's not illegal, single parents are frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta throw that Christian message. Oh, on. God. Uh. Why didn't you tell me this before? I asked. She's 35 and didn't understand <laughs> Why that. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> well, I, is it just that specific? Is it just the species or yeah. is it like generally? I, well, that that seems species, like a Christian right? commentary moment in my <laughs> To be honest, I was just so frustrated with you naming her that I slipped my mind that you should have a man. So at some point, you should find a man, <laughs> Dr. Korn said. I see. 
My boyfriend. Are you? With me. It's oh, right. I, I see. never got over it. Hang on. This is going to be it's good, good, guys. This is good. Okay. Right. Is this where the storyline is going? Yes, it is where oh, the yeah. storyline is going, hopefully. I see. <laughs> Are you? I'm not a xenosexual. <laughs> what? Oh, wait, is that actually? And while the yes. species ain't illegal, well there's, well, there's a lot of baggage around the subject. And that's all I'll say on the matter. Dr. Korn said, I, I was going to ask if you knew anyone who'd be interested in dating me. I said, sure, Sierra. Sure, that's what you were going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> that's some face saving. Oh, well, there are a few guys here that are on the dating scene. Although, I don't really know how many of them that will be on that. So, proceed at your own risk there. Dr. Korn said, the good news was that Angel acclimated quickly to life in my home. It was hard work to be certain, but Angel is now a healthy and happy Vulaga. The bad news, I quickly found myself in a long line of blind dates with at least 20% of that hospital's single men. What? Why are you dating at the hospital? <laughs> so, funny story. Uh, yeah? I had a cousin who did that. What? She went and dated, dated people from the suicide ward. Like, you know, like people that had... Have been recovering Crazy. from. I guess that's. No. I guess that's nice Jeez. of them. No. Oh, well, it's yeah, not nice of them. Type. That's fucking crazy. What are you talking? Well, about? I mean, like, I mean, maybe that thought was like, oh, you know, that's almost fucked nice. up. You're like targeting like vulnerable people. I guess but, yeah, that doesn't sound great. Like, what, you think about it. Does, she sounds like, like a fixer. Yes, she's gonna fix these. People. I'm gonna save or these people. Even worse, well, she like was a, a nurse at that time. For those oh, okay. people. Oh, okay, so she just oh, met a lot of them. That's different. You didn't mention that. That it's makes it weird. <laughs> that's weird. It's almost, yeah, it almost yeah. is weirder, actually. It's, it's weirder, but better at the same time. <laughs> the dates were a mix of disappointments, disasters, and one man even thought I'd be, and his words here, here, his words here, more pleasurable if you were reprogrammed. Suffice it to say, what? I threw more than water at him. Fuck. Oh. Her, <laughs> Dude, you know that time? Her hey, face. ladies. What? Ladies, you know the time you're on a date when the guy says, oh, I should fucking brainwash you, then you'd be super hot? Oh, don't you <laughs> hate it? I feel like oh, classic yeah, dating like was. Would if it was like a human, yeah. <laughs> if only you thought different and weren't so fucking no, stupid, I'd be India. But... <laughs> oh, God. And even when the dates themselves weren't disasters, the men would break it off when they learned that I was either a single mother, a thinking biodroid, or that my child was an alien. <laughs> I can't believe she adopted. Like like that. Like that. Like that's a her dad died. The doctor her dad died. Her choices, you know. The do- the doctor should be investigated. He was basically for like, saying this kid dies if you don't adopt him right now. So Yeah, and he was like I don't that's have time to discuss this. I, I feel like that's unethical. <laughs> yeah. This took my mind off my father, but it only reminded me of the first man that I ever loved and was loved by, Dave. Dave what? Fitzgerald. Wait, is this the guy? Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, wow. She isn't over it. I called that. She, 15, 15 years. 15 years. I should have told him the truth of what I, what I was when we started dating. Since the truth about what I am was exposed to the entire galaxy and the Empire, we've grown more and more distant since then. That was when, when I got the idea in my biologically engineered brain. I would find Dave, reconcile with him in earnest, okay. and at a point I would marry him. Uh, I mean... How could any? How hard can any part of this be? <laughs> End of chapter this fourteen. Sarcastic. Yeah. I cannot tell if that's I think sarcastic. that was sarcasm. Thankfully, like partially sarcastic. I, at least, but. 
Look, if you're going into any relationship, just like, I'm going to marry this fucker. But you have a kid. Well, yeah. this is an even worse proposition than before. It's like, <laughs> now, before it's like, I lied to you about being the thing people wanted to lynch. Now it's like, oh, that, but also I have a kid that you're going to have to die. Yeah, it's pretty and intense. And just even start. So what do you guys think about that chapter? So Seth nailed it uh, on the head. Yeah. David nailed the recap, like the really, really long recap. Agreed, yeah. Pretty much everybody won on the predictions, yeah. We all lost. <laughs> <laughs> we like, yeah. While Seth, we while we won, we all lost. Seth is clearly, yeah, the expert on Sierra predictions. He is the uh, what is that guy? So it looks like Nostradamus. Nostradamus. So Nostradamus. Sierra. So it looks like we like skipped that. any story about intergalactic civil wars, about coups. About well, those are already done, sentient like, biodroids. We skipped over the civil war. We skipped over uh, civil rights. We skipped over the integration but, of biodroids. But we need to talk about the like the interaction between these two mother races to this fox being in the alley. We, we need do to talk, need to talk about, about that for five minutes. And then that's a detail. So we skipped over all that so that we get to this. This is the meat. This is the third act. She's gonna go get back together with her boyfriend to take care of a fox. Yep. How many times do I have to say that this is about feelings? It's a definitely <laughs> a soap opera, I guess, yeah. I don't know what y'all want. <laughs> so I mean, why tease us with that? Why talk about right, why? Could just not have why is this there. in the 36th century? Like, why can't this just be Norman Seattle gets, you know, gets lonely, finds boyfriend. Or you have the weird shit too, but you just don't, yeah, you don't be like, ooh, a civil war is gonna happen. Yeah, don't talk about any of that stuff. It's, we're in a time of peace, I'm just trying to sing and I'm find a, a man. I'm a robot, yeah, and people don't like robots. Boom. I lied to my boyfriend about being a robot, and now I broke up. Like, that shit could still happen, and like, uh... True. Without being teased. The number one thing in writing is, when you think of a story, think about the character, is this the most interesting part of their life? And then you write a story on that, right? Because if the answer's no, what are you doing? So I feel like that the answer would be a yes sequel? for the story. The most important part <laughs> of all most of this was the singing. Uh, the most interesting part was definitely the walking around. Uh, I'd say that the Civil War was kind of like poo-poo, like stinky. That's boring. I hate you so much. <laughs> I get it. This person that's not like action or combat or whatever. I'm not asking for well, that. Hey, you don't have to have but, that in the war. No, though. you don't. You can have... Well, she's like, a singer. She's not going to be like on the front line. The movie me. of Lincoln didn't have a single battle. Oh, yeah, no, like, no. it can work. Like, you don't need to like, you know, have to... But they didn't have a single black guy in it. They're, I'm, I'm they definitely were. But then, uh, <laughs> but then, how would we have all this time to talk about Dave? Dave, first of all, they, I like. We her, know nothing her about Dave. Her logic is so flawed, and I can't believe it. But Dave was absolutely did her dirty. Like, yeah. no, like no, what you know? Basically, she was trying to keep a secret because you know what? She could be lynched for it. And the fact that the boyfriend cannot be understanding just shows he's completely irrational. You think to yourself after 15 years, I want to go back to that piece of ass. Well, if she's having a rough time, daddy died. Maybe she just didn't want to introduce a new character. <laughs> I think so. The author. So let's, okay, let's do predictions. Well, because she only did. I don't want to predict it, anything. Uh, my prediction is that on her quest to go find Dave, she's going to find another man. 
And she's gonna marry that man. Ooh. It'd be much better, but I really think I, it's gonna be about Dave. That would be better. I, I think it's Seth. about Dave. I would say Dave. She will get with Dave. I think yeah, Dave. because she's gonna I, convince him, and yes. he's gonna learn a lesson, and then everything's gonna be all. They're gonna get married. It's gonna be magical. It's gonna be like the reason I broke up with you is because I didn't realize how important Jesus was in my life, and so I was an asshole. So maybe she has a second kid oh, or something. I don't know. You know. Sweet. Will Sierra be a good mother to her new? Adopted kitten, Vugal? Angel? Will Dave want to talk to Sierra after 15 years of silence? Will anything happen? Will conflict occur? Who knows? The only way we can find out is to come back next week on Sierra the Robot. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you leave your reviews. And if you need to contact us with a suggestion or whatever you want, you can always contact us at Jim's Buried on Twitter and at our email, buriedjimspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.